Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. If you're struggling in your marriage, or maybe you're wondering if it's even salvageable before you give up or before you let things get too hard, let us come alongside you and help you solidify your marriage. We offer biblical encouragement and insight to help you strengthen your marriage. Hey friends, welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. Today, we're talking about something that most couples struggle with, and that's praying together. When we did our interview with Heather Erdman, she uh, admitted that that's something that she and her husband still could struggle with from time to time. And Leslie and I can tell you that we've had our struggles with praying together as well. We've had moments where we started out strong and then it just didn't work for a while and then we came back to it. We've been able to grow and develop over a course of years only by God's grace. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about this issue that a lot of people choose to ignore. Mm Mm-hmm. And so one of the things for us to recognize is that God has called us as spouses to be one in every way. And it's easy for us to remember that we have physical intimacy. And it's easy for us to remember that we have emotional intimacy because those are places where when they're absent, you see people looking outside of the marriage uh, to find that connection. What we tend to ignore for some reason is the spiritual intimacy that God wants us to have as well. And, And praying together is really important because praying together is to spiritual intimacy, what sex is to physical intimacy and what romance is to emotional intimacy. I agree. And I agree that so often it does get ignored because a lot of times when we're um, going through our day and we're on autopilot, our needs are, you know, uh, physical intimacy or emotional intimacy. So that's what our focus is. So it's really easy to forget and to not focus on um, what builds spiritual intimacy. And that's prayer. And see, because spiritual intimacy is so very important, just like physical intimacy and emotional intimacy, one of the things that that Leslie and I wanted to make sure that everybody understood was that this is an area where your marriage will get attacked in stealth mode. Um, The enemy would love to create a, a problem with your spiritual intimacy because then it can trickle down into your physical intimacy and your emotional intimacy. And it's a place where unless you're really paying attention, you might even miss the attack against you. But the reason that it's so significant, think about this. How many of you have have decided we really want to pray together and maybe you've tried, but then it felt so awkward or it felt so uncomfortable or or uh, either life got in the way or something happened where after a short period of time, it was just abandoned and you gave up. We want to encourage you, first of all, um, it's too easy for people to believe something that's not true. Too many people believe that if they tried to pray together and it didn't work out the way they wanted it to right away, that somehow they failed. And that's just not true. Right. It's like a skill that's built. And just like any other spiritual discipline, it it takes practice, you know, and you have to be okay with it not being okay at first, you know? And it's something that will will change. You go through seasons in your marriage. We all do. And so there will be certain seasons where your prayer life together will take place at a certain time of day. And in a different season, it may be a completely different part of your day. There will be certain times where your prayers look a certain way and other seasons where they look very different. 
Here's what we want you to understand. First and foremost, before we jump into the areas where you can uh, try some things that we have as recommendations for you to improve your spiritual life as you pray together, uh, just want to encourage you to know this. If you're praying together, don't think that if you're doing it differently than somebody else, somehow you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. um, there's always ways for you to grow in your prayer time together. But if you're praying together, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what's the first thing that we should do when we want to start praying together or maybe start praying together again? Right. So what we want to do is we want to give you some suggestions on how to start or how to start again. The first thing, find a time that works for you to seek spiritual intimacy and find a consistent time to find spiritual intimacy without it becoming routine. Routine. Yeah, I think that is a key thing. I know we routinely pray together at the same time, right. but the prayers themselves right. are not routine because we have made the intimacy part a priority. It's mm -hmm. not. Now, I would say I, ha I would have to admit, you know, confession is good for the soul. Sometimes praying at meals feels routine to me. Mm. You know, it just is a, a routine thing. Right. But when we pray together at the time that we've set, mm. that has never felt routine. Right. That has felt very intimate. And, and just so you all understand what we're talking about, seeking intimacy is going to be the key. Um, it's going to be helpful if you find a time that makes sense to you as a reminder to seek the intimacy. But if you just do it because it's time to pray, that's, that's not going to build the intimacy that you want. And it'll be easy to fall out of that habit if you're just doing it because it's time to pray. And, you know, we were jokingly saying it's like the couple that says, well, every Tuesday nights when we will be physically intimate, you know, we will get together as a couple on Tuesday evenings, uh, but they're doing it because it's routine. It's Tuesday night Tuesday again, evening. instead of seeking to come together to be physically intimate, you need to seek to come together to be spiritually intimate. Now for us, um, I, I am more of a, of a night owl, Leslie's a, an early riser. And so we have a lot of time together, but she goes to, to sleep earlier than I do. And so what we've found works for us is when, it's, uh, when she's having her day wind down, that's a good time for us to come together to pray together. But it doesn't have to be that. What's a good time for you? It may be that you spend time earnestly seeking each other first thing in the morning. Or it may be just before uh, whichever one of you leaves the house first that you pray together before you leave to go to work. Whatever it is that works for you. And again, don't let it become routine. Don't let it become just a habit. Don't let it become some kind of a ritual that you do out of duty and obligation. Instead, let it be a reminder to seek intimacy. Because if you can understand the power that exists in being intimate in prayer, it truly will change your life. Yeah, because the, the Bible says that where two or more are gathered in his name, Jesus says, I am there in the midst of you. And I think that that Nowhere is that more prevalent than right. with a married couple. Right. And see, that's in Matthew 18 where Jesus tells us that he's in the midst of us. He wants to be in the midst of our marriage. But it's also going to give us a practical visual demonstration of what the Old Testament scripture tells us when uh, that a threefold cord is not easily broken. And so when you are uh, seeking spiritual intimacy with your spouse, 
recognizing that Jesus is there in the midst and you're coming together as one in his presence, that threefold cord of you and your spouse in Christ is not easily broken. It's a protection for your marriage. Absolutely. And so that's the first thing. Find a time that will remind you to seek intimacy, not a time that's designed to be a ritual or a habit. Right, right. The second thing is you need to make sure that you uh, know what you want to pray about. I've heard so many couples that say, I I don't know what to pray. I don't know uh, what to pray for. I'm really uncomfortable. And so what you need to do is you need to... um, Basically, find an opportunity to be able to pray together and let us give you some suggestions on some things you can pray about when you start or start again. Like when you when you get together, um, pick a topic. Um, one of the topics that we pretty much pray for all the time yes. is our children and our grandchildren. Right. Um, I, n- nine times out of 10, or I would say 99 times out of 100, our evening prayers include our daughters and son-in-laws and granddaughters. And so that so pick a topic that you are, you know, able to pray about together mm-hmm. and pray about that. It might be a work situation mm-hmm. or it might be um a, a hobby situation. I'm I'm drawing a blank on what else it could be. Well, and, and we you know, for our, flam- our family so much. Right. And you you may pick, you know, your your job, you may pick uh, something that's coming up, you know, if it's if it's close to somebody's birthday, you may pray just that they'll have a blessed birthday. Mm-hmm. It might be a specific topic like, you know, we really need uh, wisdom in a decision we're going to make. Let's pray for wisdom in this decision. But pick a topic. Now, one of the other things that you can do if you're struggling about what can we pray about is sit down and have a conversation about your day. Whatever it is that you went through that day or the day before, if you're going to pray first thing in the morning and talk about the things that are on your heart and on your mind. And then after you've talked about those, just pray for the things that are on your heart or on your mind because of the day you've had or the day that you're preparing for. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really, really good idea. Really good idea. And and a third thing that you can pray for if you don't know what to say is to pray scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many resources out there on praying scripture and... And the one that comes to mind for us was praying for each other for wisdom. Like, mm-hmm. I pray that you have wisdom all the time, and that is scriptural. And so that comes from... Well, and see, what you can do is you can you can choose to pray a, a prayer from the Bible. And the one that Leslie was talking about is Paul's prayer for the church at Ephesus in chapter 1. And so in, in Ephesians chapter 1, starting with verse 18, he said... I pray that the perception of your mind may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the glorious riches of his inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power to those who believe according to the working of his vast strength. Oh, I'm sorry, start with verse 17. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. And so, you know, if you were going to pray Ephesians 1, 17 and 18, you could actually read those and then pray for your spouse. You know, Lord, I pray that you would give Leslie uh, a spirit of wisdom and give her revelation in in the knowledge of you. Mm -hmm. And I pray that the perception of her mind would be enlightened so that she would know the hope of your calling. You can just pray that prayer. But another thing you can do is you can pray scripture that's not even a prayer. For example, if you went to the Sermon on the Mount, you could take just a small part of the Sermon on the Mount. Let's say, for example, where Jesus said, Blessed are the are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. You could then pray, you know, Father, help us as a couple to be able to be 
people that bring peace, that mm-hmm. in a midst of a world that is constantly at each other and at odds with each other, let us be ones who bring peace and unity by pointing people towards you. Mm-hmm. But you can pray scripture and you know when you pray scripture that you're praying God's will. And it's something that if I just don't know what to say, uh, let God's word help guide you on what he has to say, at least as you get started. Mm-hmm. Doug and I want to break in right here in the middle of this episode and tell you about a very special free resource that we've created for you. We know that most couples don't know how to begin a journey to spiritual intimacy. Some couples are just trying to stay on the journey to physical intimacy. Praying together is one of the most rewarding disciplines of spiritual intimacy. It's the cornerstone and can deepen your love for your spouse and your commitment to your marriage. And that strengthens emotional and physical intimacy. It's also one of the hardest to actually be disciplined at. You know, things come up, excuses bear weight, time gets away from us. That's why we developed this brief guide to praying with your spouse. It includes how to overcome common barriers and seven things to consider. Just as there are many reasons why it's difficult to pray together, there are equally as many ways to push through the barriers and incorporate a habit that will draw the two of you close to God and closer to each other. We know firsthand, and we're living proof that spiritual intimacy can be developed by praying with each other. To get this free guide called Praying With Your Spouse, A Brief Guide, just follow the link below. And now, back to our show. And I think, you know, looking at praying together, one of the really big hindrances that, you know, that I have had, I don't want to say it's a big hindrance, but it was a big hindrance at first. And we've heard many couples talk about this. Mm -hmm. It's about having some insecurities um, when you come into that relationship and building that intimacy. And so our third tip to do would be to make this a safe space to, um, it, it, for it to be welcoming and non-judgmental, regardless of what it looks like or regardless of how it comes out. And we have several things on how to make it a safe space for you and your spouse to pray together. Absolutely. One of the things for you to recognize is that you and your spouse might not pray the same way. And one of the lies that people believe is that if I don't pray the way someone else does, then I'm doing it wrong. Um, God wants us to pray to him. He wants us to come to him. We've got the privilege through Jesus Christ to come to the throne of grace. And we're so grateful that that's true. Um, And so as a couple, when we come together and invite Christ into the midst of that, one of the fears that we hear is, well, what if I don't pray the way my spouse prays and they think I do it wrong? Give each other permission. Let let each other know this is a safe space. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to look the same way every time. Um, If you may come together as, as a couple and pray silently and just hold hands and squeeze each other's hands when you're done and just say amen together. And that's okay. And that's okay. You may pray out loud one day and pray silently the next day. And that's okay. And that's also okay. <laughs> you you may uh, find that that uh, there's some places where you just feel like, like you're overwhelmed and uh, all you can do is just, you know continue to cry out to God one day and that's okay. okay. And there may be a day where all you can do is talk about one specific topic and that's that's okay. okay. There also may be a couple of days where you feel, you know, don't let it feel like a failure, but because things got in the way, you missed a day or you missed two days. 
that's okay. Come back together to pray. One of the things that's caused so many couples to struggle is they miss a day or two, think, well, now I've blown it, and they just stop praying together. That's not okay. Make it a safe space where however you pray together, that you're just asking God to, to meet you there and to continue to grow you in your relationship. Your prayer might not look the same every day, but that's okay. One of the things that isn't okay, um, I had a couple come into the counseling office and the first thing that the, the husband said to me was, you need to fix her. <laughs> now, I think he was probably mostly joking, but I got to say, it really didn't set well with me. Right. And so um, I, I had to you know, check my heart and get my heart in right so that I could be what right. they needed me to be in the counseling office. But it really, that brings up a, a point that spiritual manipulation within prayer between right. a couple is, is not okay. Right. Going before the Lord's throne and saying, Lord, you need to fix him or mm -hmm. you need to fix her. That doesn't make it a safe space, right. especially if you are praying out loud with each other. Right. You know, there needs to be a, a humble spirit and a spirit of unity. And a seeking. A seeking, yes. Right. And so if if that's like, if that's the feeling of your heart is going into that prayer going, you need to, to fix him or you need <laughs> to fix her, I would highly recommend spending some time in individual prayer yes. And saying, Lord, this is how I feel, and you need to fix this. Like, right. let the Lord fix that heart, and then move into uh, building spiritual intimacy with your spouse. And to, to make sure that that's clear, if, if I was feeling like there was something that, that I thought should be different in, in my spouse's life, going to individu individually going to prayer with the Lord is saying to God, Lord, I'm feeling a way that I probably shouldn't be feeling, mm -hmm. fix me mm -hmm. so that I can pray rightly for my spouse. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about the, the manipulation issue is it causes people to shut down and they don't want to pray together anymore. And that's the kind of attack that that causes that spiritual intimacy to disappear. And, and I, I know that it's something that none of us want to do. So it's absolutely okay. We should be spending time praying for our spouse but then we also need to come together when we pray with our spouse. We need to make sure we've checked our own hearts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so again, an example, um, if you're ever feeling like we disagree about what to do, God changed their mind. It's not what you should be praying together. What you should be doing individually then is praying, Lord, show us individually. Bring us together in unity. Show us what your will is. But just be careful that you're not manipulating. Now, the other thing that I've seen that's kind of connected to this there's a trend right now where people are encouraging couples, and it's a good thing, encouraging couples to spend time in vulnerable prayer. And that can be terrifying to somebody who's just starting out praying together. So let me go ahead and share this with you. You don't have to jump immediately into the current trend of vulnerable prayer. Praying together is good don't think that if you're not doing it according to the current trend, you're doing it wrong. Now, what we're talking about with vulnerable prayer is being able to confess your fears and your frailties and your anxieties together as a couple as you pray uh, to God. And, and eventually, you know, some of you will get to the place where a vulnerable, vulnerable prayer is something that does bring you close to each other. Mm -hmm. But early on, it can actually hurt 
your heart so deeply that you feel like you want to abandon the concept of prayer. But God's will for us is to pray. And he wants us to recognize that we are one in Christ. He wants us to realize that we have the privilege to come together in Jesus' name and he'll meet us there. And and I'm just telling you right now, the spiritual intimacy that comes with prayer truly will change your life as a couple. I think that, and and that is that's true. I completely agree with that. And I think that as we seek spiritual intimacy through prayer with our spouse, it's also going to greatly enhance the physical intimacy mm-hmm. and the emotional intimacy right. that we experience um, within the marriage. Yes. Um, it, it's like a triangle and spiritual intimacy is on top and physical intimacy and emotional intimacy are together moving up towards that spiritual intimacy. Mm-hmm. So the closer and better that you get at developing that spiritual intimacy with your spouse through prayer and other spiritual disciplines, the closer that your spiritual that your physical intimacy and your emotional intimacy yes. are going to be. Right. And so we know that that's very important. We've had countless books written about mm-hmm. physical intimacy and countless numbers of books written about emotional intimacy. We know about romance and about a sexual relationship. The one that gets ignored, unfortunately, is spiritual intimacy and prayer is an important part of that. But, you know, there's so many things that that we want to be able to develop and talk about in the future. And in future episodes, we're going to talk about all of these things that that we can learn about spiritual intimacy. But we we need a little bit of of information. Mm -hmm. We do. So what I'd like to hear from you guys is what do you struggle with in your prayer life or in your spiritual intimacy life with your partner. So let us know, either mm-hmm. comment on the uh, on the podcast or send us an email. We uh, uh, The website will have a contact form. It'll be in the show notes. Yes, it'll be in the show notes on how to contact us. But we would love to hear from you and what you struggle with in mm-hmm. your uh, in developing spiritual intimacy with your spouse. And we just want to encourage you that as long as you're praying together, you're on the right path. Yes. So don't don't be concerned about I'm doing it wrong. If you're seeking after God and you're praying together as a couple, the spiritual intimacy that will come will be a blessing to you. Yes. And so we want to encourage you to do that because we know that praying together is one of the things that God will use to help solidify your marriage. Absolutely. Let's pray together. Father, we are thankful that you have blessed us with the truth of your word, that when we come together in your name, that you are here in our midst. And Lord, we pray that as couples who are listening to this today, as they desire to pray together, I pray that you would give them all that they need to overcome the obstacles, to be able to see the blessings of spiritual intimacy, and that you would give them unity as they come together praying in your name Mm -hmm. so that they can have the closeness spiritually that they also desire to have physically and emotionally. Strengthen these couples as they seek your will for their marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks. We want to thank you for joining us. This is the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast.